every year, every day in my life. Dude, Aman Saint, what is it? What is his name? Amon Ross Saint Brown. Yeah, he. Oh, he was doing so good for me, and then he was out with that injury. Yeah, he's good. And they came back in and got a concussion. <laughs> we got so we got guys that are like good right now. I feel bad. I feel like we're wasting their career. Let's just do a sports talk podcast. Yeah, a sports yeah. talk podcast. <laughs> well, we're recording, boys. Gus so. Johnson here. <laughs> Welcome to the Krusty Cast. Uh, we're here, kind of. Um, Back to the old school days of the Krusty Cast. We got Malachi back on. It's been a minute, Malachi. How you been? Yes, sir. Pretty good. How you guys doing? Oh, podcast knows how we're doing. <laughs> Kenny, anything new happening? Nothing new for me. Just happy to be here again. <laughs> so yeah, we don't really know. We don't really have an agenda for this podcast. So I guess let's just get into it. Malachi, how you been? Fishing wise, hunting wise? Uh, good. This year was like, like early in the year, I bought this house and. I wasn't doing any spring fishing. I'm like, this is going to be the year I don't do any fishing. Working on my house, redoing floors, paint, all that stuff. You did some fall fishing, though. Well, yeah. Once I got all of my shit done in, like, a couple months, and I fished like crazy in the summer and in the fall so far. So it's been a really good year, actually, for fishing. And I'm really looking forward to hunting this year. I really, I typically don't care about hunting at all, but I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm really going to get into it this year. So. Now, are you going to get into deer or waterfowl because we got you hooked on it from the oh, one deer. day of shooting clays? <laughs> well, deer on my own because I pretty much know what to do, but waterfowl, I will have a riot. I think that, it amazes so me that you've never been waterfowl hunting. We went to Kenny's house and we're shooting clays, kind of getting ready for um, the season. Oh, me and Kenny had a rough day out there. <laughs> Malachi comes up with this gun. He shot how many times have you shot that gun, you said? That was so... Last year, I think New Year's Eve, I shot it. I shot clays. New Year's Day, went hunting. Uh, and that was last it. year? Last year, and that was it before before we shot the <laughs> other day. I hope you'll back me up on this, Lewis, because I don't think Malachi believes me, but I can I can fold birds in half, but I cannot hit clays for some reason. <laughs> no, Matt, you did real good, Kenny. You were, fold, you were dropping birds. You. It took us both some warming up. It took me a longer warm-up period than it took you, but after we got warmed up and started shooting at birds, we were dropping them. Thank you. I got um, – we talked about it before on here, but I got a new gun, and I think what I was trying to do is with clays, you know, after you miss one or two, you're trying to, like, aim it instead of just shoot instinctually. And when birds come in, I just, you know, shoot like I, you know, not aiming it all the time is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I've I'm, I'm been put on a – you know, I've been – Hyper focusing on aiming at birds because I'm, I'm still with my new shotgun. Like I just I'm not used to it like I am with my 870. Like I've only have only uh, like a season and a half under that gun, so I'm still just like you now we talked about it before on here, but just getting used to it. And I'm definitely getting into a bad habit of trying to aim at the birds instead of leading them. And I'm, I'm focusing way too much on my shots. Well, I just need to pull up and follow them. But I have to bring this. This guy out clay pigeon shooting with us, and he's just dusting every single one of them. I want to make it known that he said before, he's like, "Oh, I just want to come out and watch the pros shoot." I said, "Buddy, we <laughs> we ain't we ain't no pros, okay? We both got new guns, and we can't hit shit with them." Well, I I also thought I thought it was gonna be terrible. Like, I kind of forgot that last time I shot, like last year when I shot, I started to hit towards the end. I started shooting both both eyes open, and like you guys said, like. Guy, you said you that. Don't I, I started to open both my eyes, and dude, I was like, oh, because I have me and you both have that left eye dominance thing. Yeah, I've just continued to like just fight it and shoot right handed because oh, there's no way I'm it, switching up my hand right now. But it's like if you make yourself quit aiming, 
It's like way more timing than aiming. It's so weird. With Clay, that's what we were, me and Kenny were talking about kind of afterwards. We're like, I feel like with Clay's, like a lot of the times you get in that rhythm of, you know, where the Clay path is going. You start aiming at a certain spot. You don't really follow him. I was like, yeah, I was doing bad all day, though, so I, I can't really say yes or no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying after. Some people are really good at shooting Clay's just because they know how to time them. They know exactly where they'll be at the same time. They can just hammer them, but they, can, you know, they can't hit live birds and they get out in the field. I was going to say, I guarantee. You can we're throwing mad shade at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee, but I guarantee I'm not going to hit birds that good. I mean, there's no way. Or there's I'll, no one that or else, go, or else the ducks will go extinct. Dude, yeah. one, like, <laughs> even to this day, like, I've been waterfowl hunting now for three years, like, pretty heavy into waterfowl, and I still don't lead birds enough. You know, I've shot clays my whole life, and, and uh, what, what are they called? Those pheasant, those youth pheasant hunts and stuff where they have a cage birds and everything, so they don't fly fast or... They fly straight up. Yeah, they <laughs> just fly straight up and you just shoot them. Like, easy stuff, but yeah, with... With waterfowl, you have to lead those things a lot more than you think. Even a bird that's not, you don't think's going too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially when they're whipping right in front of your face, right over your head. You know, I mean, you know, real quick, right over your head, quick buzz. You really oh, got to lead them. Then. Dude, in that pond, we went to Kenny's grandpa's house after that day. We were invited you. The, we had no sense of when they were coming. We couldn't see when they were coming. They just come around the trees and just dive bomb in the pod. It was mm. it was fast. Yeah, it was it was incredible. <laughs> but yeah, you uh, you doing any deer hunting now? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna this year. I got into it a little bit last year. Like I hunted in Ohio a lot last. Also, year. I love the camel crocs you got rocking. Oh, all year. I need to bu- <laughs> I need to bust out the fuzzy ones. It's getting a little cold. Fuzzy Crocs are probably the best slippers ever. I still they're have they're a, warm. You, you I still have a pair of fuzzy slippers from like when I was in sixth grade. They're nasty. <laughs> they make your feet sweat, but uh, I, but like, I, I wear them. I wear them like walleye fishing in the winter, like straight up. Really? They're so like warm. on the boat or on the bank? Yeah, on the boat because they're they're comfy and they keep your feet warm. Like <laughs> I don't know, they're awesome. Anyway, what were you asking? Deer hunting. Oh uh, yeah, I, I hunted in Ohio a little bit last year at like where Allie's family hunts. Um, yeah, kind of got got to where I was going every day after work, and I was like, "Man, this is." I haven't even killed anything. And I'm like, "This is sweet. Like, this is. <laughs> I want to do. This. I want to do this shit." I haven't even seen a deer, but I was like, oh, this is so good to get away from the wife." <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, though. You think that is cool? You should try early season archery. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well. The old man gave me that crossbow hanging right there. He just got knee surgery, and <clears throat> he was like, oh, you can take this out. I'm, I won't be going. Well, I wasn't set up. I haven't set up my blind yet, and my spot in Michigan I'm going to hunt, you can't really set up a tree stand there. There's, like, one tree, you'll be a sitting duck. Like, one tree that's big enough to actually put a stand in. Yeah, I saw you just got a, was it a, just a regular pop-up blind? Yeah, I'm going to build a permanent, I think, in a year or two, but obviously I didn't have any time this year, so. I just I didn't realize the pop up blinds are only a hundred. That was like a hundred and twenty bucks. I'm like it's the same thing as my pop up shanty. My pop up shanty was like four hundred. Yeah, doesn't even make sense. And the pop up shanties don't they have like a lot better like wind uh, wind yeah. resistance and stuff on? Yeah, them? definitely. It's definitely a better, a little more. It's insulated. like a thicker windbreaker material. Yeah, but yeah, those, but those essentially pop up blinds get hot real fast. You for sure could use that blind as an ice fishing shanty. Oh yeah, oh, you definitely do. could. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Just get a nice gust of wind though, and yeah, it blows just, away. <laughs> sometimes the windows can get cold because you got all that cold air coming in through the windows. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? That you don't yeah. have in a pop up shanty, right? Yeah, you guys went out to the Detroit River though, and I heard you guys had an absolute smackdown, according to Kenny. 
Dude, that, that was depressing. Like, <laughs> I thought, I don't know, I just kind of started fishing big water this year, like Lake Erie and Detroit River and stuff. Is this working? Yeah. But, uh, no, I, the first time, like, I had been scouting the spot in avionics and, like, Google Maps, I've been dropping pins, you know, this looks good, this looks good, you know. It looks like some structure, some current. I'm like, this is gonna, these are all going to be good. First, like, two, three times I went out there, it was lights out. Like, it was insane. I'm like, this is the best fishing ever. I'm like, this is, I'm like, I am on them. I know what I'm doing. Well, I'm like, Kenny, you want to go catch some smallies? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. We go out there. When would we go out there the first time? It was uh, late, late August. August. Yeah. Like, last week in August, I think. Late August. Sucked. I mean, I... Remember, I, I hooked in a thir- like a three pounder right away. We didn't. I didn't even try to net it because I was like, whatever. We're gonna hook a hundred fish this size. Like, like we're definitely gonna catch bigger ones. Was than it this. walleye? No, smallie. smallie. Oh, did you say that or just, was I just not paying attention? You weren't paying attention. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> bad host. So anyway, it gets <laughs> off. I'm just like, whatever. We didn't hook. We hooked like ten fish the rest of the day, and they were all dinks. They were all in the same <laughs> spot too. But that was like hours later. We hooked them on that other shore, kind of where that. Um, those posts are sticking out of the water. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yep. But it was all over there, and they weren't big ones though. They were like two and a half pounders. They both or, yeah. or smaller. And both days we've been there, it was really windy. You know what I'm talking about? It would be yeah, it it's, would be forecasted low winds, and then it would be real windy towards the end of the day. It's pretty much been like that every time I've gone there. It's either been windy or gotten windy. And um, a lot of people say, you know, when you get a south wind there, obviously you don't want to fish in a south wind there. It sucks, but because it's going against the current and it makes these big rollers and it sucks. But every time I went there before and killed them, we had a south wind. I don't know. Uh, we what had, were you guys throwing? What was the, the conditions out there? I mean, I pretty much, yeah, I, was, I pretty much only had caught them on a drop shot on a tube. So that's we tried a lot of other stuff though. Yeah, it's, it's hard with the current. You can't do a whole lot of different stuff. Yeah, and you're also another thing too when you're running the boat you know, trying to drift or run up river with the trolling motor, or even when you're anchored, you're kind of fighting the current the whole time, trying to stay in one spot. Cause we don't have spot lock. And like he, like Malachi said before, spot lock doesn't even necessarily always work that great on the river anyway. Uh, well, yeah, that my boat, my company boat that I was taking out there, I had spot lock and that was really nice. Yeah, spot lock on the John boat. No, the, the bass boat. The oh, company, okay. the old Stratus. But, um, no, it was, Awesome, because you, you didn't want to run spot lock right in the current because you run your batteries dead like nothing. But you could kind of get off, like, right at the current break, like, between the eddy and the and the actual current. You kind of you get a little bit in the main current just so that you're facing forward and you spot lock, and then it's not running too hard, and you can just sit there. How deep of water was it? Like, would, uh, would power poles have been a move? Uh, not in 30 foot. My really, oh, you were running 30 foot? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah, my... Best spot back there was like 16. 20. I mean, you could, what we were doing was kind of backing her up into like kind of the shore, kind of the bank and the weeds and then throwing an anchor out and kind of like trying to stay out of the current, but you can cast into the current and that was working okay. But I feel like a uh, spot lock or, you know, so you, we could have had some other options that probably would have worked better. Yeah. You pretty much need a 36 volt spot lock system. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, 24 or a 12, you'd be, you run your shit dead so fast. Right. And I feel like it's been forever since we've had Malachi on talking about fishing. And Kyle was supposed to be here too today. He had a dinner he had to be at. But when we were, uh, it's been forever since we were doing those Hudson, uh, like, or the weekend derbies or whatever. Oh, yeah. God, those are fun. 
I didn't do I didn't do any tournament fishing this year. That's one thing I want to do more next year. But Tyler's been hitting them hard on the tournaments. It seems like he won that that circuit. He won every single one. Oh, I got something to talk to you about after the podcast, but we'll talk about that later. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I've been bugging this guy to get out fishing. Then the fall, he's probably tired of hearing from me. Mal guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you winterize your boat yet? Uh, this weekend, it's getting put away. <sighs> I got Saturday. That's put, the last day. Put it off a couple weeks. We'll go. Dude, what do you mean? You need it for the I lake can't. for duck season? I can't. It's not up to me. Make it up to you. <laughs> That's not a duck hunting <laughs> boat. The thing's damn near neon orange. Nah, you just pull it up and beach it, and then you walk down down the shore a little bit. Set up yeah. your decoys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of why I want to get like a little John boat or something. Not a John boat, but um, like a shitty V bottom, just so we can throw yeah. a bunch of decoys in a couple guys and just beach it somewhere, anchored up to the uh, to the bank. And you then, got a you got a flat like a shitty trailer that you could throw one on. No, dude, I don't even have a I, truck. I have okay, so I have a thirteen foot V bottom John boat at my parents' house in the yard. No uh, trailer. That thirteen foot would be way too small for your. I want to say that that boat's probably caught more fish than half the other boats no. in the marina. <laughs> oh, you talking about my flat bottom? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm talking about my V bottom. So like the trailer that my flat bottom is on, the actual boat that went to that is in my parents' yard, and it would be a little bit bigger, a little bit better on bigger water. We could go three deep in a V bottom. We used to fish three deep. I fished out of that boat when I was a kid all the time. It would work riding. real well for the marshes, like Metzger's especially, even Mallard Club, maybe Mallard Club. Not too sure, but it would work good for the marshes. Come get it, because my dad is about to just give it away. I, I tried to sell it during the garage sales for 300 bucks, and only one guy gave me an offer. He offered like 100 and I said, screw you. But I didn't realize anybody, like no one else was going to come look at it. I got that little like six horse uh, motor in my shed that's just sitting there. It runs and everything has compression. We just need to put gas and oil in it and put it on something. Take, dude, I'd love to, you know. Kenny, trailer it up I, here. I'd love to give it to a friend or keep it in the family. Because it was like my cousin's boat when I was a kid. And we used to always go down to Kowar Lake. And Are there any chance you could trailer it up here? He doesn't yeah, have a trailer. I could, no, I, yeah, but I can get my, I can get Tony's. Flat, uh, flatbed trailer and haul it up. It's, it can't be that heavy, or you can't just lift it in the bed of a truck, can you? It just, I just don't want to hang it out the back of my truck. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, how, it'd be hanging out. Be I got a six and a six and a half foot bed, thirteen foot, thirteen foot. Yeah, that's uh, kind of push. Boat, and it's tall too. So yeah, that would be perfect it. though for like the marshes and stuff. Though loading it up with a bunch of decoys, get a, just everybody sit down and stay <laughs> still, <laughs> just go to the spot, dude. It's it's like if you want to like. We will make it happen. <laughs> well, hey, if you're in, if you're into waterfall hunting this year, we might have to make it happen. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be into waterfall. Hunting. That's my that's my contribution. <laughs> I was telling Kenny, I was yeah. like, dude, we, if he would have came out Saturday, he would have been hooked. He would have been out there putting like a thousand dollar order on Sitka right now. <laughs> I would have. I so would have. <laughs> no, you guys, that's my contribution. You guys, you guys do the scouting and find the ducks, and I'll bring the boat and shoot all of them because you guys can't hit. <laughs> hey, we did pretty <laughs> damn good this past weekend. All right. <laughs> Got more birds than you did. <laughs> what was I doing that I couldn't go? A wedding, I thought you said. Oh, yeah. I should have skipped it. Hey, what time did you end up leaving for that wedding? Uh, noon. I know. I could have. I actually Saturday. Yeah, I know. I know. I could have. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost, it's almost better that you didn't because the whole situation was just, it was not ideal. The water was so low. We usually sit on the bank. You should have heard him when he called me in the morning. He's like freaking. I was like, I don't know what to do. There's like no water down here. There's like no cover. I don't know. What we're gonna might have to move. I don't know what we're gonna do. <laughs> dude, I was freaking out. Okay, dude. Why does it matter? Uh, the water's low. 
Uh, the water. So there's a big. It's just flat. It's real shallow where, where we go. Maybe you know peak winter only up to your knees. Um, but it was so low that there was just a f- solid, you know, thing of rock that just going on about sixty yards. So that, I mean, that's like oh, that is out of range for like good shots on ducks and everything. So we yeah. wouldn't have a spot to set up. We didn't have a spot to set up our decoys where I thought we were going to. You so you didn't bring to, your rock camo. <laughs> Instead of a rock blind, they <laughs> were all gray. And nah, I save I save the rock camel for catching rock. That's bass. what Sicka makes nice, those nice. Uh, gray jackets for. Ah, we should have got some gray jackets on Sicka, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were trusting that Sicka camo real good. We had no no hide. It was a good day though. It ended up being a good day. Yeah, it looked like it. I was I was bon- you guys sent a picture of them ducks and I was like, Oh, I should have went. <laughs> Dude, I was like, it was insane. I could have skipped this stinking Catholic wedding and they wouldn't have even noticed. I could have just showed up <laughs> I could have just showed up to the reception area drunk and everyone would have been cool with it. But hey. Well, in all honesty, we didn't expect it to be that great. It was kind of a surprise. Yeah. I mean, like I told Kenny, I think I told you too. It was just we were going up to Michigan that day. I was like, hey, it's opening weekend for the river. I'm going to go hunt the river. Kenny, feel free to join me. And then I sent you that same message, basically. So we did not expect it to be anywhere near as good as it was. So are those fish, or those fish, those ducks, like, are those migratory? Or are they going to stay there? No, those weren't migratory. Um, they, What I'm assuming is they got pushed out of the marsh from opening opening weekend of marsh, um, pushed oh, out like, there. Like east, like like out by Oregon and stuff, that marsh? Where mar- what marsh are you talking well, about? The marsh zone. I think we got that cold push of air kind of blew them, and they were just kind of timed right by the time they were coming from Canada getting down to our area. I don't even know if they are coming down from Canada so yet. So you think, you think they're still there right now or no? They're probably – I, I saw know. a lot of them in Perrysburg this morning. Yeah, they're probably still – there's probably still a healthy amount of birds there. Like I'm probably going to try to go out Sunday – uh, but yeah, there's there's still a healthy amount of birds there, and geese especially. But I don't know if they're migratory yet. I think they, I do think they just got pushed out of marsh zone. Um, they do come in waves though. So. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And we did have that nice cold push, but we also had that heat wave that probably hunkered them down there in the river. So I think it, they got pushed out, held there by the warm front, and then the cold front got them really moving that day too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just lined up pretty good for a good day. But yeah, those, those there's still going to be birds down there. I don't know for how much longer until we get another push of canadian birds or northern yeah. birds and we still got a lot of time left in the season so I kenny mean, you keep saying there's a, it's a long season but man when you only have weekends to hunt it's not that long of a season that's true <laughs> that's true he's right about that but i'm just saying you know if you're you know getting into it just now you still have plenty of time to hunt oh yeah no there's the season's still long like we got a long season <laughs> what are we doing what are you guys doing sunday sunday i'm probably hunting don't know where yet but probably hunting <laughs> I think we should go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I mean, I think we should all go. Hunting. Well, we can make it happen for sure. We just got to figure out where, what we want to hunt and everything. Like if we want to go, I feel like if we want to go ducks, it'd be probably just better to hit the river again. But yeah. for ducks, probably the river. But you got to remember, uh, me and Lewis here are dual license. So. Yeah, we, we we pulled the trigger. We got our out-of-state Michigan license. Luckily, oh. Kenny, it was so clutch of you to let me know that you emailed the DNR to see if you <laughs> let me tell you, Let me tell you what, though. I emailed DNR first, right, and said, hey. Mm. I mm. said, hey. I emailed let's, first. Wait, let's preface. Let's preface why okay. we emailed the DNR. We got our three-day out-of-state license for Michigan, which was like 50 bucks. And then Malachi was like, hey, we can hunt these spots in Michigan. We're like, shit. Day, day too late of telling us, Mal, we already bought our, our three-day licenses. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about hunting other places in Michigan, too, just trying it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
So, yeah, three day license. That was what fifty bucks. Yeah, it was fifty bucks, and then the stamp was twelve. But the stamp's good for all year. Yeah, so we went to Hillsdale, and then we went up to West Branch, and then uh, we did. Like I said, we decided that we spent the fifty bucks. It'd be better just to spend the extra money to get a full year license. So, well, we had that debate too. Like, but even before we went up to Michigan, if, if we're buying, oh. then I was messaging. I was messaging Kenny like right before I bought mine, and I was like, "Are we doing the full year? No, we I went. Need to know yeah. now. <laughs> we went back and forth multiple times. Like, well, <laughs> you know. So we decided to, you know, get the three days. So we spent the fifty bucks, and then decided on the way home, we're like, you know, we really should have got the full year. So uh, what we did was I emailed the DNR and told them, "Hey, bought this three day license. I'd rather, you know, if it's a possible, I'd like to pay the difference and get the full year and just, you know." So she said, "Yeah, we'll refund you the." Uh, the three day and buy the base license and you know it'll be like you just bought the year so yeah and then, yeah, so i emailed them like maybe what an hour or two after yeah, you after me and she and in my email she's like oh you must have been with the other you must have been hunting with the other guy that Did she actually said, say that, yeah, that sent the, <laughs> she, she literally said oh you must have hunted this weekend with the other guy that sent me the email first that he would like to have his <laughs> <laughs> license uh you know changed around so Anyway, that's why I was mad at not her. I was mad at you. You were mad at me yeah. for for trying to get my money worth too. <laughs> no, not for that. <laughs> yeah, we were we were able to get those voided and everything. So we got the full year now for the regular price instead of two hundred dollars. Well, I guess we got to make make use of that. Oh, I'm for sure making use of that. <laughs> You're talking about the Michigan one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know. I grew up fishing all these spots. Um, a lot of private. Uh, ponds and gravel pits and stuff like that and they're lo- they're all loaded with geese and ducks and the thing about it is you go in there and shoot geese you know one weekend and you know give it a week off come back you know now that you want to be there every weekend but you come back it's completely different birds passing through yeah right. especially up in michigan i don't hunt michigan too much but you're probably going to get a good a lot more migratory birds up in michigan than you do in ohio and i know the seasons are a little different too so i have to keep because i know the michigan season lasts a little bit longer than Ohio, I think a week longer. Don't ask me. But I keep forgetting that you live a lot closer to us now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still used to you living out in Morency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Middle days. Oh, man. We got some fish to fry up, too, Malachi. What kind of fish are you frying us up? I don't know. I think they're bluegill, but they might be crappie. I'm not sure. How long have those been in your freezer? Uh, probably since the winter. Oh, so you just caught them? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably since, like, February. Dude, I got to know your guys' obsession with, with ice fishing because I still do not get that obsession about ice fishing. You haven't caught them, though. <laughs> like, when I took you guys, it sucked. So God, I remember that trip. That trip was hilarious. <laughs> we got there super late. It was like midnight. We were fishing on, what, what, what pond were we fishing or lake? Hudson. Hudson. And we were, it was like, it was a while ago. Yeah. Do you even remember? Yeah, I remember because then we, I think we called our quits after about 30 minutes and yeah. went to a party and Adrian. <laughs> it was really cold that night. You remember that? We, sh- yeah. we showed up to the party with our bibs on. Yeah. Well, I do that all the time. So they, they didn't think anything of it. <laughs> That's normal in Michigan, though. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, here's an ale guy. Smells like fish. He's got his bibs on. He's got blood on his hands. Like, oh, yeah. That's my, the condensation from the can will just wash that blood right off. Exactly. Exactly. No, but, um, yeah, that wasn't – we'll get on some fish this year. And um, this past winter, I started uh, – me and my coworker went out one day. We're, like – he's, like, all about, like, primitive camping and backpack camping and shit. 
I was like, hey, I was like, let's go out on the ice, like, all day. Like, let's go all day long. Like, bef- get there at, before sun up and stay well after dark. I'm like, let's take food. Let's just fish and drink beer and have a good time. And we did. We got there at, like, 6 or 7 in the morning, like, well before sun was up. And we cooked breakfast. He brought, a, like, a little uh, propane stove. I got from Bass Pro Cabela's. Like the little griddle deals. Yeah, it's like a two-burner stove. Yeah. And he had a cast iron pan, and I brought a little pot that we could fry fish in. But we, we cooked breakfast. Dude, lunch. that would be one thing. That would be awesome if we do another if we do a goose hunt up on some private spot, bring a little griddle, cook oh, some bacon yeah, yeah. and eggs. I, so Allie ended up buying me one because I was like, this is so cool. And, uh, and, yeah, I used it like a few times after that. I was like, what? The only reason I ever quit ice fishing is because I get hungry. I'm Wait. like now I just bring <laughs> I just bring like some beef or some some fish to fry and take my little burner and I just sit on the ice and eat. You got a <laughs> you got a single burner or a double burner? Uh double. Oh man, we can get we can get I some, could bring some of that roadkill I got. Dude, we could get some eggs going, we could get some bacon going, get some McMuffins. Yeah, that's made. What I, I still have I, I, took, I still I don't know how much of the ground deer I still have, but we can make some uh, <laughs> breakfast sausage. Like I can I could get a blend and we can make some breakfast sausage, get some patties out there. Yeah, I I did that one. So I used some of the venison that, so Allie's stepdad killed, they killed the shit out of them down in Texas. They brought back Axis deer and whitetail. I heard Axis taste real good. My manager actually, um, or my supervisor, he used to have a ranch out in Texas, um, then he moved up here, and he said he would kill like eight to ten deer a year between, not just him, but his like family or whatever, Mm. and then he said, yeah, we just hate the Axis up there because they pushed out all the deer, and I was like, well, hey. Does Axis taste any better than deer? That's not honestly from what I've yeah, heard. It does <laughs> from what I've heard? I don't know. Maybe they push some out, but like I'm, really, I'm, so really I'm going down towards deer. This is Allie's aunt and uncle's. I also have no knowledge about this because I've never been in Texas or experienced it or like try to manage yeah. land in Texas. So Allie's aunt and uncle own this property, hundred some acres down in Texas, like Southwest Texas, and uh, we're actually going. I'm going there in January, bro. Get some Sugar Hill cranes. I didn't even thought about that. I'm going to shoot some jackrabbits for sure. <laughs> There's jackrabbits, I guess, everywhere. But but anyway, like, you buy one tag, you can kill freaking seven whitetail. And on one tag? On one tag. He said that he said the whitetails are like like squirrels up here. He said they're everywhere. But then like certain times of the day, I guess like the middle of the day, the axis deer really move cuz they're from freaking Africa or some shit. So they those get moving a lot. They kill the Yeah, how did big I don't buck. know how the axis got so like populated down there where they're just a nuisance it's hot desert i don't know it's i think it's exactly what they came from from what i've heard so they 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 thrive on it and there's also a red stag and black buck down there too and you can kill you can kill so you can kill seven white tails are from originally like kind of like mexico like they're native to like mexico south southern texas aren't they i honestly don't even i haven't even seen what those look like i don't even know what they look like oh i don't really know that my that much knowledge on red stag either they're a little more i know there's a bourbon yeah, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? No, isn't it like a shitty like? Yeah, Red Stag's pretty good. It's, it's like a Jim Beam, Jim Beam bourbon with a uh, cinnamon. cinnamon. It's cinnamon it? Jim Beam. Yeah, cinnamon yeah. Jim. It's like Fireball I, Jim. I Beam. like it. It's not, but it's not that bad a cinnamon. It's good for taking shots. I'll tell Jim you what. Be- Jim Beam like is Stag. like syrup. It's pretty good, but it's like <laughs> syrup. It's like sugary as hell. All right, so uh, Red Stag and McMuffins next time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Where was I getting with all this? Uh, we're talking about down. how much you love ice fishing and why Lewis should get into ice oh, fishing. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking no. about going down to Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's because I was saying, because you said something about breakfast patties. I, I mean, yeah. we did, uh, 
we mixed some of the whitetail with pork, the whitetail from Texas. Yep. Mixed that with pork and used brat seasoning and uh, like high temperature cheese and made like brat patties. And I just made them into little like breakfast patties, basically. Yeah. So I took those ice fishing with me all the time. I I had those patties with eggs and hash browns, and I cooked that right on the ice. That's why <laughs> like I just serve up. You, 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 ever, you ever melt through and fall through the ice? <laughs> uh, Lewis, I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember, but I was just telling you when we were deer hunting. I'm like, you know, I like to get a deer every year to make sure. So I got stuff to take camping, stuff to take ice fishing, like sausages, brats. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. pre-wrapped, packaged, already ready yeah. to go. Just like uh, real mobile, real mobile foods. You know. I still got about maybe another five pounds of deer that I have saved for jerky and have us um, ready to go for jerky. And then I have a couple roasts and we're using the back straps for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're, do- we're doing the redneck surf and turf for Thanksgiving. We're doing deer and uh, perch. Nice. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the Ohio special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Ohio you guys cooking turf. like the whole loin, like cooking a whole? No, no. We have it. We have it. Uh, got it cleaned up and both the back straps. We cut both of them in half so we have four like big chunks of backstrap yeah. we cooked one already but we're gonna put the other three maybe two or three because it's just gonna be me and my dad so i'm not sure how much of it we're gonna cook i'm hoping to save one more backstrap just to cook another time but let's see how it goes I and mean, that's cooked them. two portions of the backstrap are gonna be a lot of food for just my dad and i especially if we're doing purge mm-hmm. we're doing mussels frog legs too so yeah, yeah. we'll I, see how much we have left i like them in big pieces like that because you can cook them really rare like yeah like I mean, it's like cooking a dude. I got um prime rib. You know this meter th- uh, thermometer. It's like I, mean, I, th- I don't know if it's partnered with Meat Eater or not, but it's like an electronic thermometer hooks up to your uh, cell phone. Mm. Thing is awesome. I try. Oh, it out you put the little probes in the meter yeah, and you walk yeah. away. Yeah. But it's wireless and everything like that. It. it, it I, I need to get. Charm. I need to get that because I got a I got a charcoal grill and I love it because I can basically grill or. Smoke. I think they're only like forty bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I need to get that because because awesome. this is. I'm constantly like, I go in my house for like 30 seconds and I come back out and I'm like, is it burning? Is it burned out? Like it, it's really hard to maintain temperature on this thing. So I need to get something like that so I can really keep I think track. you have the same smoker as I do. No, that's a grill. My bad. I just, I'm blind. But I use it like a, so I use, I use charcoal, get that hot. And then I have, see up there, I got those, I got those wood chips up there. I got like cherry, apple, hickory, mesquite, but I'll, I'll put some of those in a little bucket and soak them in water before I start cooking and then so like the tail end of my cook so like usually I'll, whatever i'm cooking i usually sear it and then once yeah it, after I, it's done kind of slow then, cooking and then, you put that and then sear i throw on. the the wood chips in there and then it just rolls smoke over them and and slow cooks dude i made some fire deer burgers just simple took the ground deer i i sweated out some onions and some bacon cooked the bacon put it in mix it all up ground they turned out kind of oh you, gr- you ground the bacon no, I just sliced it up real oh, thin. Okay, okay. I, I thought you were saying you put it in there. Yeah, she uh, she came in pretty fiery, saying uh, she knows more about hunting than you do. What's that? What's that all about? She does. I I didn't start hunting until like last year. <laughs> yeah, I got I got this deer head behind me. She shot that in uh, Southern Ohio. Her grandpa's her grandpa owns a like an acre down there and built a cabin on it, like right in Hocking Hills, basically. And they hunt all over down there. Hocking Hills has got to have. A lot of, there's a lot of deer. Yeah. They not, get, okay, this is going to be a, such a dumb question, and I'm going to hate myself asking this on the podcast. Do they have bear in Hocking Hills? Um, no, I asked, I was turkey hunting there in the spring, and I, they said they're down there, but... They, I heard they were down there, but I was like, it seems like it's too far south in Ohio for there to be bear. Too far south? Well, Kentucky's loaded with them. West Virginia's loaded with them. 
they I guess post, I never uh, thought about that. And these yeah. Ohio hunting uh, Facebook groups, they post pictures of bail, uh, bears they get on trail cameras all the time. I guess yeah. I just, yeah, never thought about them being in Kentucky and stuff. It's it's really vast, so, I mean, there's probably not that many, but they got to be in there. Cause Definitely, like, not enough for a season. But. <laughs> do, yeah. a little, do a little hay bear. Yeah, there ain't <laughs> enough turkeys either. Take that. <laughs> we were walking down to the spot uh, in Hillsdale, Kenny spot, and his brother's walking behind us just going, hey, bear, yeah. <laughs> hey, bear. <laughs> he was doing it as a joke. <laughs> we just got back from being out west. We were, you know, that's actually a serious thing where you you, you go walking into some brush without saying, hey, bear, and you might get, you know, you don't want to scare him. You might jump you. So he was doing it as a joke. And it was, no, yeah, he, he you, you, like, don't, hey, you don't want to scare them. Hey, Jake. So he's a hey, bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what were we even talking about? Texas fishing patties, alley killing deer in Southern Ohio. Alley killing deer, yeah, cooking I went, fish. I went turkey hunting there in the spring for a weekend, and we didn't. I, I think between the four of us, we heard like one. We didn't see anything. Heard one turkey. Yeah, there, it's it's so vast. It's just like I mean, if you ever hunted like, is it all pub? Is it mostly public around there, or do you have a lot of private? Mostly public. Yeah, um, but it gets hunted too. You know how Ohio is. Like public land, it's like a war zone. It's just a big war zone. But yeah, talk to me about opening day in the marsh. You'll hear a war zone. Yeah, it was. When I took you out. Well, I mean, I don't know what you thought about yeah, it. I but think some guy was hunting with a howitzer over behind us. It's like bang, bang, bang. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was Kenny's first time going out. Um, I've talked about this before, but it was Kenny's first time going out like a public public land opening day and. As soon as first shot hit, there was just a brigade of shots. You would think the Russians were landing, man. It was <laughs> insane. I thought about just shooting my gun for fun, just for the hell of it. <laughs> Joining the group, man. <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your situation for uh, deer hunting looking like this year, uh, gun-wise? I know you're talking about maybe getting a rifle. Are you still thinking about that? or uh, I'll probably wait till next year. I got... I got a brand new muzzle loader. Now, if you get a rifle, are you going to go like a straight wall cartridge, like a three fifty Bushmaster, so you could do Michigan and Ohio? Or? He has yeah, to. I won't get a. I won't get a. I'll probably just get a, like forty five seventy, like a, either bolt action or break barrel single shot. Yeah, I'm not you, trying to spend a grand. You on can it. only hunt straight wall cartridges in Ohio. Yeah, but Michigan, you can't. Michigan, you can hunt shoulder right north of the uh, line, which yeah. is like Midland, which uh, is way okay, up there. Gotcha. Yeah, southern southern Michigan. Well, some for you, wall. Some for you to think about. Bass Pro every year around Black Friday has a deal where. So I think it's a Savage Axis with a scope and it's factory sighted in. It's like a three by nine scope. It's always like around I think four hundred bucks if I'm remembering correctly. It's a bolt action one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that with a stainless steel barrel. Camo. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't I don't know if it's stainless, but it's a good I mean, either way it's a good deal because you're talking a scope is at least a decent <laughs> scope is at least a hundred bucks. And they're oh dude, you want to spend well, if you're doing like competition shooting and stuff like that, I know you want to spend like you want to put most of your money in the scope. Like you spend a thousand dollars on a gun. Might as well spend a thousand dollars on a scope too. If you're doing like competition shooting, right? Yeah, most these most of the guns they're selling these to are people that are just hunting the week of deer, you know. Season, yeah, really, they're not, you know. That's definitely a good deal though for four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, three fifty Bushmaster. It's a it's a, you can get four fifty or three fifty or you yeah. Know, what's it? Kenny, you know more about this than I do. What's the big debate? Three fifty versus four fifty. Is there that big of a difference? Yeah. So both of the both of the you built a three fifty, right? Yeah. Both of the rounds are identical when it comes to ballistics, but. Uh, with a 450, you're getting a lot bigger of a round. Uh, with the 350, you're actually getting like a 380. But they call it like caliber. Yeah, three. It's actually like a 380. It's actually a 38 bullet you're getting on. Oh, I didn't know that. But they call it a 350. And uh, with a, f- a 450, you're getting a 45. So I mean, really, you're just talking about bigger. You know, bigger bullet. I don't know. A lot of people like a bigger bullet because it hits a lot harder. But uh, the 350 Legend was actually designed by. 
uh, I think it was Winchester to cycle perfectly in a uh, AR. So that's the kind of the upside of getting a 350 because it's. Does your TV keep turning on or what are you doing over there? I'm watching steelhead videos. On <laughs> anyway, I can see it go dark, and when you fucking with the remote. <laughs> anyway, with a you can use a 350 AR when you're building it. You can use it with a lot of the same parts you would use your 223 because it's gotcha. a pretty similar case. Gotcha. I mean, gotcha. obviously not all identical, but yeah. My dad, um, he a couple seasons back, a while ago actually, he bought a single shot 44 mag because uh, we can you know you can do the straight wall cartridges and everything, and that thing that drops deer real fast. Oh, Never thought a forty-four mag would drop a deer as fast as it does because it's just such a you know, compared to a twelve gauge slug, it's so so much smaller. But yeah, it drops deer real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have. What was it saying? So yeah, I'm gonna wait till next year probably to buy a buy an actual deer gun. Allie's got a brand new muzzleloader. She'll probably only go hunting a handful of times, so I'm gonna use her muzzleloader, or and or my um, my twelve gauge. I bought, I got a bird barrel on it. I don't want to buy a deer barrel. I just bought rifled slugs. Yeah, Might so. as well just buy that package. Kenny was talking about another barrel for your gun's going to be like 300 bucks. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. I might, yeah. That's why I'm, that's why I'm not going to do There's that. There's no point. I, bu- I bought rifled slugs, so I can shoot those. But I, yeah, next year I'll probably buy. Can you shoot rifled slugs through a smoothbore? Yep. That's what they're for. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, because I, I thought yeah. you could only shoot the pumpkin balls through the uh, smoothbores. No. You can shoot rifled. Man, you see my knowledge. You're supposed the, to shoot rifles, right? Yeah, yeah. You're supposed you to have a smoothbore. Yeah, yeah that's oh. what makes it twist. Yeah. Well, I know what rifling does, but no, I <laughs> no. The rifling on the it's called rifled slug because it's the uh, rifling's on the slug instead of the barrel. Oh, uh, makes I, it I twist. Haven't, in a I haven't gun hunted in so long. I'm so out of touch. If you with didn't all that. use a rifled slug, it would like ruin your. Oh yeah, I used to hunt when I was like a youth. We I would use the pumpkin balls, and they would go everywhere. You're probably shooting with. Uh, you might have been shooting with a rifled barrel, but... No, because I didn't have a rifle barrel at the oh, time, okay. so we were using the smoothbore pumpkin balls that just went everywhere. Yeah. So then, I yeah, for my 20-gauge, my 870, we got a rifled barrel for it, and I started shooting the copper solids. Mm. But, yeah, copper solids out of a 12-gauge are not good. A 20-gauge, they're awesome. But, yeah. Was well, there anything else you boys want to talk about? I don't, I don't know what, but... Tune in for the next episode where Malachi's going to talk about how much he loves going duck hunting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, last episode we just recorded that we had a nice... Uh, we had a guy on talking about bird dogs, and that was a that was a great episode. I'd love to have him on again. A group of guys that go out in North, uh, North Carolina, they go hunting and start a waterfowl company, so... Oh, nice. Yeah, hopefully we can get them on again, get you on after you're hooked on waterfowl, and we can, uh, we can claim you. I got some buddies from high school that are big on they got beagles and they like push for coyotes you guys should get them on here that'd be pretty cool yeah set it up yeah give us a contact i've never done it but i've seen them do it it's sweet (laughs) cool well thanks for tuning in everybody the next to this episode of the crusty cast and uh hopefully we'll be shooting another one out uh shortly after this one all right see ya